switching topics. We, we, um, we talked about NFTs very little, um, a long time ago. I, I don't even know. I can't even remember. Was, did that ever get put out on one of our episodes? Yeah. Well, we, we talked a lot about Bitcoin and I yeah, think we, we briefly, yeah, that, okay. briefly okay. mentioned NFTs, but we kind okay. of said that we would talk okay. about that at a later date. So, all right. So, so let's just start with a basic thing. Um, we're going to, it's going to go quick. We're not going to spend an hour on this, but don't just say an NFT is a non-fungible token. Huh? Yeah. Um, thank you, Mr. Google that for you. Huh? Um, basically you correct me if I'm wrong and then you, we can go into this uh, specific story that, that came up. So a non-fungible token, an NFT is basically getting having a digital file that's um, generally crypto sealed that you're buying that digital fingerprint more or less, not necessarily the item that it's a digital fingerprint of. And the idea is that in a sense, you're an owner of an original fingerprint based on whatever the limit is of whoever is selling it. Uh, I'm personally not a huge fan of NFTs from mm -hmm. what I can see, though uh, those people who have made a lot of money off of it, good for you. I'm not at all I'm crapping on your business. I'm, I'm especially artist, uh, lower down artist. I'm very happy that people are buying art or fingerprints of art. That is awesome. But is my description fairly accurate? Yeah, so it's it's kind of like proven ownership for uh, something on the blockchain. So it uses the blockchain to basically... <laughs> All these big words. <laughs> yeah, blockchain is kind of like the, uh, you know, stuff that backs um, um, Bitcoin and stuff like that. Uh, I think a lot of NFTs are minted on Ethereum, the Ethereum blockchain. And uh, it's... It, it's just kind of interesting. I, I think whenever you see a market go from a couple million to billions and billions overnight, um, there's a lot of uh, questions about scammers and that really, mm -hmm. really brings back um, reminiscences or uh, brings me back to the days Top, talking about uh, tulip mania back and and, and <laughs> yeah, bubbles yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that's that's definitely a yeah that's a good reference um i'm just going to say this right now and i'm assuming matt is not going to edit this out if you want a more lasting impact with your money to fill some kind of ownership in a way that you're really connecting with who your your target group is save your money for the nft and invest in the new next with Matt Jensen and Mike <laughs> McVeigh, because we will definitely mention you. <laughs> we will, we will, if your company doesn't suck, we, I mean, if it sucks, we're not, I'm sorry, we're not going to take your money. <laughs> we're privately owned. <laughs> but um, if you're, if your business doesn't suck and you want to sponsor us, we would be glad to take your money and also put what, why you don't suck. And mint it on the blockchain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And you'll, people will actually see the effect of your money. 
Whereas you buy an NFT and the best thing you can do is like, yeah, if I gave you this really long code, you could look it up on this website that will take 30 minutes because I don't have good internet because I wasted all my money on a Anyway, all right, so NFTs, uh, so if you would like to sponsor us, we, we are always um, willing to take on sponsors that don't suck, and there is a caveat for that, as long as you don't suck, but apparently some NFTs on a, uh, this can't be right, I'm, I'm sure I'm reading this wrong, but there are some NFTs that have been hacked and stolen, and... Board eight, yeah. Is it the Board whole... Board Yacht, Yacht Club, so... Yeah, okay, I did read that right, Board eight yacht club 10 million dollars so I think it was is it the whole purpose of 14 NFT? almost 14 million dollars okay, in okay, board but, eight no, no, but that's not the that's not the issue isn't the whole purpose of having an nft is that it basically can't get stolen <laughs> yeah let alone hacked <laughs> well it's i mean there's a lot of it's like like everything that's disruptive there's going to be lots of issues with it really sucks to be the one that got your stuff hacked um but yeah, and i'm not it, and i'm not shaming the people who got hacked it that i mean that sucks uh, no matter what kind of product that you wasted your money on but still <laughs> i mean if, if someone stole my like dog bowl i'd be pretty pissed about it but i'm not gonna <laughs> but it's five dollars you know <laughs> yeah so so i personally kind of like look at nfts there's the stuff that's not really backed at anything with anything. And I'm really struggling to understand the value um, behind that. Where it gets interesting is where, you know, for instance, like a, if an artist sells it and they're able to essentially get a percentage of the sale as original issuer every single time that's sold down the line. Um, and it's really you know, tied to a piece of art or something else. Like, I, I think that's pretty interesting because, you know, there's a reason even the most famous artists in the world are usually starving because right. they, they sell it to a, sell it to a um, auction house or a dealer and the dealer markets it up and basically yeah. gets all the profit. So, and again, I want to reiterate art. If you're supporting artists, especially, ones who are um, experimental and stuff, um, which NFTs have done a lot for. So I, I, I'm not ripping all NFTs, just the stupid sucky ones. Um, <laughs> the ones for artists, I'm all about supporting local art, um, even non-local art, you know, transatlantic art. I'm good for that too. Um, in fact, if you want to buy art for me, I will be glad to put it in my closet, but um, no, I'll, I'll hang it up somewhere. So again, I'm not at all talking about artists. Artists, we want to support artists because we need art in the world. So what is the Board Ape Yacht Club? And since since the time you told me it was 10, now it's apparently 14 million. Talk about <laughs> that and why, um, I would say, why do we care? But we care because we talk about energy and finance here. So um, yeah. tell us more about the Board Ape Yacht Club. Well, the Board Ape Yacht Club, I guess, are some NFTs that um, are apes in different, <laughs> different outfits. <laughs> Um, I, oh man, please, please don't feel like I'm too disrespectful to people yeah. when you're listening to this. It's just, you have to see Matt's face when he says this. <laughs> I, I, I think there is something that backs up. So this is another use case for it, for it is, um, I think that there might be some sort of 
meet and greet or maybe access to actual yacht club by have, being an owner of the board ape. I, I know that uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, I'm not, I'm not sure if you know him, but he's like a marketing guy. Um, he, he, uh, he has NFTs and I mean, it, like you should look up, it's the friends. Um, you look up some of the prices on them and it's, it's hundreds of thousands. So it's, it's pretty funny, but, uh, when you own that, you do get access to go to his events and certain experiences with him. Like I think one was playing tennis with him or playing basketball with Gary Vee. So there's some interest in that. Um, but it's, it's also, it's, it's weird, right? So hundreds of thousands. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. And I'm sorry, I'm looking this up while we're talking and apparently at least 2.5 million of this was stolen in Instagram and discord hacks. So if I have to say this, this makes me really sad, but please make sure your internet surfing if you're going to surf on your computer with Instagram and discord, <laughs> please at least have that on like another server, you know, have your, have your, your data backed up on like a hard drive that is not always connected to everything you're doing. Don't make it easy for the people to steal your stuff. Yeah, it's pretty easy. So, all right, sorry, please continue. I, Oh, this is please Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Play tennis with them. Go ahead. Well, I, I mean, it's, like, you know, money could be stolen too. I just think kind of that it's how it's anonymous. Like I, I, I think um, when we previously talked about Bitcoin, I talked to you about one of my favorite Bloomberg anchors brought on a, like a gift certificate for Bitcoin on, on air and it had the QR code on it. So Sam, someone scanned it um, while they're, while they were doing the, uh, the cast and within a couple of minutes later, when he tried to go in and, and show it, it was already gone. So it's, it's a, it's really interesting technology, but with every interesting technology that relates to digital payments, um, there's ripe for opportunities to be scammed. And, you know, this has been true with uh, digital, you know, traditional banking fiat currencies too. Um, but it's, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that is too good to be true. Or like I've heard stories about um, stuff where people originated coins, but you needed to buy another coin to be able to sell it. So it was basically a liquid market and the people ran off with the money. So it's kind of, <laughs> it's, it's good to be knowledgeable about what you're investing in. And um, I, I'm not necessarily an NFT hater. I find a lot of, a lot of applications for it. Um, but there's just a lot of, Let's see. Let's look at. Uh, and Matt's the smart one on all this stuff. Just remember yeah. that I'm I'm a I'm an old fashioned person, though I'm I'm on the um, 
Board Ape Yacht Club looking at something and for 145 and 99.99 ETH which is only $440,000 you can buy this picture um, so can I borrow $440,000 or sorry the fingerprint let's see I'm going to look at uh, see if I can find NFT sales volume by year So that's, I know, I, I know that this has really gone down year over year. 2021 was really the, um, yeah. So January, 2022 was, I think, about four and a half billion sales volume on OpenSea um, in US dollars. And February, it's it was like a little bit over three and then two and a half. So it shot up from basically what looks like a hundred million in July 2021 to three billion in August 2021. Yeah. So month over month, it just really came out of nowhere and it started out at 50 million in february of 2021 so it went up 600 uh, percent just from february to july which is still pretty tremendous in its own right yeah so it's i mean it wow i i just don't really like maybe maybe you understand this a little bit more because you're into uh uh live or um what do they call it mmopgs like War uh, warcraft yeah. Oh, mmorpg yeah yeah so like i'm i'm not a big gamer like if if if, I, if i'm playing games i'm playing fifa or something like that i still but, like those too <laughs> yeah but uh um like i i understand the value for digital goods definitely in getting you know kind of games set up for you to get beyond right um but i'm still not really sold on metaverse real estate yeah so i mean it so and i this gets you know i kind of feel like nfts are a lot like that too speculative yeah, it's and I, I think part of it, you know, I mentioned this thing when we talked about Twitter on a previous recording about how um, this is the time to start looking at what the future holds for you as a business, you as um, a business person, the listener. Um, and then I and then I'm going to almost seem like I'm reversing my course here, um, but where I'm saying like, <laughs> be very very careful with NFTs um, with uh, I like that digital. Um, say that it was a digital retail space uh, like um, i was saying digital real estate real estate yeah thank you digital real estate uh so those of us who have been gaming for any time and actually even fifa will have this as well you can buy the opportunity to increase your chances of winning um they they're called lots of different things and I, of course it's not on the tip of my tongue right now but usually there's a little um, place on the website or on the game where you get a menu and for Ten dollars more, you can unlock another skin, which uh, of your avatar or whatever, and that doesn't that doesn't help you win. But for fifty dollars, you can buy 
um, the all-stars from, you know, 1966 Brazil's team or something. It's like, Oh, right. We get Pele. Yeah. We get Pele now, you know, um, <laughs> we don't have to make them on our own. We, we can actually get them. Um, and in games like MMORPGs specifically being able to buy armor sets or weapons increases the chances of being able to really suck at the game but be able to kill the big guys or be able to have a chance against the people who spend hours per, and hours. And there's a lot of, I mean, World of Warcraft was one of the last ones to do this. And that was the game I spent the most time playing. Um, every, every MMORPG has a digital shop to, in fact, uh, what's funny yeah. is the people that scream the loudest about how bad World of Warcraft was for doing this. Um, they all went to Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy has always done it. My wife is yeah. a very active player in Final Fantasy, and if I gave her a hundred dollars, she could have a maxed out character. Basically, <laughs> um, fortunately, she's old school like me. We don't do that. No, um, not that. That's no, bad that to do it. It's it's the idea. Um, in fact, I, w I won't even take it to a different realm. Not just what's MMORPG, but something that kind of piqued a lot of people's interest a few years ago with the book and then later the movie that came out, I think in 2018, uh, ready player one yeah. of being able to buy all this digital stuff. Um, and of course they had to use a dystopia to kind of justify like, Hey, it's okay to buy all this stuff online whenever the world is um, horrible and stuff. Um, but I mean, it would be kind of cool to, you know, fly, fly millennium Falcon, huh? yeah. uh, to own, um, a back to the future DeLorean, not just a regular DeLorean, which by the way, I saw, um, one the other day I saw, we, we passed a DeLorean on the street. Um, it, was, it was so cool. Um, <laughs> it, it'd be cool to play, uh, you know, drive serenity, um, from firefly, um, you know, uh, one of the starships, uh, starship enterprise or whichever one, whichever star Trek you like the most to be able to buy these iconic weapons. And we kind of do this already. We might we buy decoys and stuff. Uh, there's lots of websites. Um, in fact, I remember a few years ago, I was so close to buying a replica of sting from, hmm. um, the Hobbit and from the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, because it was a really cool blade. Um, the way it was set centered, I've got a really bad knockoff of the 10th huh? doctor, Dr. Who's, um, um, a, a supersonic, um, his sonic screwdriver. And, you know, I get that kind of stuff. It, it's, it's stupid in a way, but it's also fun. You know, it's, it's a way to waste money in a way that doesn't make you feel nearly as bad as like taking it to a restaurant or something. Um, mm. But when you start going to everything digital and everything you're buying is digital, whatever that might mean. And I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm also bad at this cause I, I buy a lot of digital books, whether they're Kindle yeah. or whether audible or um, another company that competes in that, that space. Um, when all of my music is digital, when all of my, when all my money is going to everything digital and then you look around I mean, one sense, I guess it's good as long as it doesn't get stolen, but thanks board a yacht club for ruining that for me now. <laughs> Um, got all your board apes stolen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that has to hit pretty hard. Um, there's, there's something that's lost. I'm not going to say it's wrong. Cause I don't, I don't think it's wrong, but there's something that's lost when everything is going to a platform based thing, uh, the, the digital real estate, so to speak. And there's some extreme stuff already being sold. And I know I'm like, Hey, Elon Musk, Twitter, 
go and figure out how to move your business. But when it comes to buying digital, like, well, it's, it, it, it's cool, but it's like, I kind of feel like it, you know, it would be cool to hang out with your friends in mm-hmm. a digital space. Right. Like, like you do when you're playing video games with someone, right. Talking on the headsets. Right. But, but you know, for me, it would be a lot cooler to be with them in person yeah. experiencing each other. So I, and we're in a weird spot right now because I mean, we're on the last legs of the pandemic, hopefully, you know, um, <laughs> but that's brought out a lot of more space because, um, even what we're doing right now, we're recording right now over zoom yeah. and, um, companies like zoom have made a killing one, but two, it's allowed us to still be together. If one of us happened to be infected or, um, highly contagious of being sick period, let alone COVID. Yeah. Just um, and you know, now all the digital watch parties where, you can all watch, you know, on Netflix or Disney plus, you can watch the same TV show or movie, but still be in the comfort of your own home. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. And especially if young kids, which you, you're getting to deal with right now, that's awesome. I mean, it really is kind of a cool thing, but there's something about going to the theater and actually watching the movie. There's something about going to a sports game yeah. live, not just watching it on TV. Experiencing um, all that shared energy together. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm completely amazed at what technology is able to do. Um, OU, University of Oklahoma has a, a place where people can come and basically play around with some VR stuff, virtual reality stuff, and very awesome. I mean, it, it's, it's free. Um, basically, you just sign up and wait your turn. Um, there's some really cool stuff with, um, I know I'm, I'm saying this like this was yesterday, um, even though this has been a few years and it's much more advanced even since last time I went, but with, uh, oh goodness, I can't, the, the 3d printing, just yeah. the, the way that 3d printing has really launched and stuff. And, um, OU has, a, has a pretty cool thing where, uh, as long as you bring the materials, you can use their equipment for free. Um, they, and, they used to, I think they canceled they that. Now. Okay. Well, I think they shut it down for everybody because oh, COVID because of COVID and now it's permanent. So, so it used to be something where me as a member of the community could go mm-hmm. there, um, in the tub or Tom love innovation center. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you could work with, um, with, they had CNC routers and 3d printing machines mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you could work with someone that was already trained on that to fabricate products and stuff, which yeah. was awesome. In fact, one of our mutual friends used to work there um, from Toastmasters, um, Nikki. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Um, so that's what actually the reason why I started going there because yeah. uh, she's like, hey, you guys should miss some work. But um, I don't want to. I don't ever want to diss on technology, uh, especially stuff that's going forward. And 3D printing has done the world. I, I think 3D printing as a whole has been one of those things that's really benefited the world and found ways to maximize imagination. Um, VR, quite still not quite there yet. We're still kind of stuck in Lawnmower Man from. I, you know, so I think I, we're. Oh, go ahead. I was just. I mean, we're making progress. We just haven't hit the kind of the button yet that is going to super drive that stuff. Um, and I'm not, but then I start thinking of these NFTs and I'm like, 
I really hope this goes like the way of the dodo in one sense, <laughs> except for artists. Artists obviously pick, take care of artists, but I, I've talked for way too long. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I like, I kind of agree with you, but I also think that there will be good applications for it. Like VR, right? You're making a better video game, but I, I think for virtual reality, excuse me, virtual reality, the big um, application that you have for that is in healthcare. So there's, um, Fair. yeah. So there's, for instance, like one example, and I wish I could remember their name, but um, there is a company here in Oklahoma City that has basically, um, if someone has an accident or has a stroke, they have these video games that people can play that um, allow people to regain control of their limbs. And what it does is like, if you can only go out this far, um, we have the VR goggles on, it makes you think that you're reaching farther than you actually are. So it trains, retrains your neurological system to reach farther and farther. Um, so they, they uh, basically took a lot of applications and physical therapy and gamified it. And there's, there's people that are, have strokes, lose control of their arms or part of their body that are basically able to retrain their brain and regain control of their body right through this this gamification stuff um and, and i was talking more about nfts than vr like i love yeah. vr it's just we haven't hit that that click moment um i want to say again shout out to our friend tim urban um by the way tim <laughs> by the way you're our friend you just didn't know it yet um, <laughs> best friends now, yeah we're, we're we're best friends um have us on to your stuff anytime um <laughs> but they're talking about how once he, he said once um, it clicks, like basically everything's set up that we've kind of hit the almost the as far as we can go based on our own. And now it's kind of like finding the groove. And then once we find this groove, AI is just going to shoot up like crazy and VR is going to be a big part of that. But um, I just remember even as a kid, like in uh, early 90s, there was VR equipment that looks not too dissimilar. I mean, the technology is completely different, but you know, the early versions of doom, um, <laughs> and stuff. And like, we're kind of still, um, um, we're still kind of there in a sense, but, um, we just have a lot cooler. We have faster and stuff, but it's gonna, it's gonna go even, it's gonna go crazy once we ever, once our AI connects at a certain level. Um, yeah. Well, it'll, it'll make NFTs look a lot less scary at that point. Yeah, you kind of like I so I think technology really with kind of the gamification stuff, you really see that in military applications where um drones and stuff like that, it's it's so Christie's dad before he passed worked for Northrop Grumman and he uh would train um basically military leadership on military strategy war strategy and simulations so they're basically playing computer games right to learn how you implement stuff in the fields but um when you're controlling drones for instance um you're basically doing the exact same thing that you are in um uh, call of duty right yeah 
Did we talk about this before about the movie Toys? I don't think so. Okay, so Toys, I think it was a 1991, 1992 movie with Robin Williams, Joan Cusack. Uh, <laughs> I've never uh, seen it. Um, oh, goodness, what was the rapper's name? LL Cool J. Oh, yeah, um, I love LL. And the way they advertised it was that there was going to be this comedy um, because it's Robin Williams and Joan Cusack. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got to be a comedy. And it's actually this really, really um, heart-wrenching drama um, that's quirky as anything. But um, the main character, uh, Robin and his sister Joan, their dad dies, who owned this toy joke company. And his um, brother, who's um, a military general, uh, basically being forced out of the military, he comes across and he's like, oh, video games. Hey, I've got this idea. And it really talks about having kids playing video games, basically doing war overseas and they don't know it. Yeah. Um, it was so dark. Um, <laughs> beautiful movie, but it was so dark as a Christmas movie too on top of that. <laughs> um, but it, it really kind of led to some of the future of what um, we have with drones and stuff. And it was a good 10 years before some of that stuff. So yeah, um, that for pop culture people, you know, there you go. There's your shout out doesn't 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 feel like they're uh people anymore right when yeah it's just yeah. like a video game it's it's weird um yeah. in fact i i made a joke with somebody um yesterday uh or sat, yeah yesterday the so i'm in improv that uh, you know you know and there's a all a veteran troop um so you have to you have to have served in the military um I guess they haven't said U.S. military, but it's implied U.S. military to be able to join the group. And they do a kind of improv I like to do, short form, kind of whose line is anyway. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've played um, Call of Duty, so <laughs> technically I served. And then he's like, yeah, it's not funny. I was like, I know, but I really <laughs> want to be in your group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there Sorry, we go. We, you're going yeah. to gonna have no. to join the Army. Uh, yeah, I thought about that. Um I might just start a group of video game combatters. There might be a few more of us that are available. <laughs> um, so back to NFTs. <laughs> it's it's um, We're not Luddites. We're not um, saying that all technology is bad. We're not even saying most technology is bad. I think there's some really good, strong benefits for NFTs. But just like everything else, if it's something you value, if it's something you've spent a lot of money, probably um, securing that is important. And we've seen a lot of security breaches over the past 10 yeah. years specifically um, that shouldn't have happened. Um, the one I, that comes to mind to my mind immediately is Target. Um, huh? When such a big, and they've had like two or three of them, I think that were pretty big. Facebook had one a couple years ago that um, did affect everybody, but it Everybody did. gets hacked. Yeah. Um, so just remember, everything is hackable. Everything is able to be stolen. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not protected just because you spent more money on it or because it's crypto locked. Um, and I have to say it like that because it makes me feel more empowered against, um, <laughs> if it's crypto locked, um, no one ever says that except me. But, um. Well, the, it, it's just interesting. Like it's, you, you have to be careful online. And, um, like I briefly read about this, but, um, can't remember the labs company that issued the board ape yacht club, but I think their Instagram was hacked mm -hmm. and they said, um, they said that, uh, 
there was going to be a new issuance of Bored Apes. And when people clicked on that, then it downloaded malware. Oh, so, wow. so I think well, that's how that went. And, and, Discord, and Discord was the other one that yeah. um, they hacked into that as well. So it's, um, I know one of my favorite YouTube channels slash, you know, I follow them on Instagram too. It was, it's a great art explain in 15 minutes, hmm. check it out. But they do like they, uh, yeah, check it out. So yeah, they I'll check it out right now. For instance, the for instance, they would have like a 15 minute, um, thing on the Mona Lisa and it's really well done. The guy James that does it is really good at it. So if you if you like art, you should check it out. But he had his Instagram hacked recently, and someone was posting, um, like, "Oh, I earned double my money in 24 oh, hours yeah. by investing in this this Bitcoin." And he got his Instagram back, but it's just. It's kind of like it, it, it pays to double check things um, to, see, to see if it's actually